welcome to Planet Mickey, the happiest podcast to ever sail through the airwaves. This is Michael Minotti. And I'm AJ Minotti. Yes, uh, and this is our first episode of our uh, Disney podcast. Uh, mostly going to be pertaining to the parks, and uh, for us it'll mostly be... Well, I mean, I, for us it's Disney World, because that's where we always go. We live in uh, Ohio, and um, that's in almost every year since we were you know, young, young children... We've gone to Disney World. That's where we sort of became uh, the Disney fans that we are, right? Yes. Um, I've been, we've been to Disneyland a few times. You more than me because you lived out in L.A. for a little bit. Yeah, three months, and I went there three times. So yeah, but <laughs> gives you an idea. Right, we've been passionate about these parks uh, for a good, good deal of our lives at this point. And um, we got into podcasting uh, a couple of years ago. We uh, do a video game podcast on top of this, the Exploding Barrel podcast. And, uh, Which you could find on the iTunes Music Store. Yeah. We'll, we'll plug that now. <laughs> but, you know, we thought it'd be... It was kind of always in the back of our mind for maybe over a year now that it would be fun to do a Disney podcast, too. Because it was just something else that we were also passionate about. And, uh, I don't know, here we are. First episode, Planet Mickey. All right. It took us a while to come up with a name. But we'll <laughs> see if this sticks. But, um, you know, is right now we kind of have a pretty loose format going. We're just going to kind of tackle a topic a day, really. Um, and really, the big, the big story that kind of hit this week is there's, there's, a, there's been a lot of rumors lately, but the big one is this whole Fantasyland expansion. Um, this was brought up on a Kevin Yee article, who uh, writes for My Sage, and this article was on My Sage. It was called Final Fantasy. And uh, on here, he details most of this Fantasyland expansion. So, we're going to just kind of talk through that, uh, offer some commentary, and uh, that's what we're going to start out with. Then we're going to get a few more rumors, and uh, we'll see what we have to do for. So, sound like a good plan? Sure. All right. So, here's what here's what the deal is. Supposedly, kind of to help battle the oncoming Harry Potter land that's going to be debuting in uh, uh, Islands of Adventure in 2010, they're going to do this Fantasy Land expansion. And I think a lot of people kind of saw this coming as soon as... 20,000 leagues under the sea was filled in. Well, even you go on Google Maps right now and you look at Fantasyland, there's just this, this giant plot of grass. There's no way that could stand vacant. Right, like, why not take advantage of that? And, you know, we thought, what are they going to do there? And I said, oh, we're going to build a Winnie the Pooh playground. We're like, well, we've got to be more than that. Yeah, because that doesn't even scratch the surface of what's available to them. Right. So here's, here's in a nutshell what the plan is. They're taking all of that, they're filling in with these... And they're taking all that, and they're taking most of Toontown, Toontown Fair. Most of it, except for, like, the roller coaster, the barnstorm. They're taking all of that, and it's going to become an expansion for fantasy. And everything's kind of divided into, in this plan anyways, this plan that leads, we're all getting all this. It's kind of, you know, it looks a little rough. This, this, this sort of hinges on whether this map is real or not. The sort of blueprinty map that has yeah, all these labels everything we're going to discuss should be labeled as rumor at this point. Right. I mean, I remember... Do you remember uh, there was that like rumor leaking of that map of uh, like the big future world redo? Oh, yeah. This, yeah. It was like Discovery Land. It was like, the land's going to get an inverted roller coaster, and uh, Spaceship Earth's going to be time chasing that. Oh, yeah. It was like the most ridiculous. It looks like such a It was basically a new theme park. Yeah, they're basically just going to like redo almost everything. And that, that didn't pan out to anything. I, was, I, think the only, I think that was like the first time we heard of Soaring coming. Mm-hmm. That and that was the only thing that panned out from all that. I'm not. I'm not sure if that even was something. I'm pretty sure that wasn't that they like did make the elite. Wasn't like something that. Just yeah, got it out was just that was pure. Someone had an idea and drew it out. Right. So even if this is like real, 
even if someone, you know, drew this out at Disney, and someone got their hands on it, I, who knows if it's actually going to happen. But as it is, basically we have a bunch of kind of, everything's sectioned off into guess like little lands, like all these like separate mini lands. And they're all named like after a princess or something like that. We have like this one labeled Cinderella, one labeled Mermaid, one labeled Belle, and so on and so forth. We'll go through them all individually. Kind of the, the biggest section here is this mermaid section, which will supposedly have um, the Little Mermaid ride that they're building in Disney's California Adventure. Which they say is going to be quite phenomenal. Right. I hope so. Is, it, does, does this ride share anything in common with um, the kind of fake ride-through they had on the Little Mermaid DVD that came out a couple years ago? I don't think so. Okay. No, I'm pretty sure that was just... I didn't think... If, if you saw I know, that, I can't imagine. I mean, that was so long ago. And what bothered me about that is the story was so out of order in that ride. Remember how it went? Like the final I remember, scene. I don't remember this feature as well as you do, apparently. The, f so. the final scene was kiss the girl after Ursula had been defeated and oh. everything. It was really weird. I can't imagine because no, I can't imagine that was anything because that was basically just like 3D like cardboard cutouts practically. Yeah, it moving. was very old school. Yeah. No, I think this will be a bit more high tech than all of that. I mean, I, I saw a piece of concept. Oh, if you go. They kind of, you know that blue, that, um, that, what's that blue sky cellar? Yeah, the blue sky cellar thing they have at California Adventure right now. You can do a preview of everything. Oh. Um, they kind of like an online version of that now, and you can watch a bunch of videos, and John Lasseter is talking about, oh, the whole California Adventure thing, it's going to be great. And you see a few concept art for the Little Mermaid ride. The one scene you get to see good is the uh, under the sea scene. It looks kind of like, it looks, it's like almost like that sort of like circular. Like you, it's like you make a big circle around so you can stay in there as long as possible. And Sebastian's in the middle. He's conducting the whole orchestra and they're doing the song. So I think it'll be a bit more high tech than that. Now the the attraction is bizarrely enough kind of labeled Voyage of the Mermaid attraction. Oh, and I think that's just a, it's to place conserve, conserve space in the it's image. It's place Yeah, a huge deal. Right. Um, but and it's that's about and there's also something labeled Aerial Meet and Greet. Which would make sense, you know, we can go and meet up with Ariel there. And this looks to be taking up pretty much all of where 20,000 Leagues used to be. Like, uh, good a chunk good of chunk it. A good chunk of that. Right. Here. Yeah, this is one of the, the uh, bigger areas. The other kind of big ticket thing that we seem to have uh, labeled here is this um, in the uh, kind of Be Our Guest area, as it's labeled. Well, you have, you have Bell. There, there's a Bell area. Be Our Guest. There's a Bell area, but this is separate from the Bell area, though it's right next to it. The Bell area is on the far left. We got this, it's like Be Our Guest area, and it has a Be Our Guest restaurant, it's labeled. And then to the left of, and then we also have um, Gaston's Tavern or something Probably like that. Probably just a quick service. Right, but the, apparently people are thinking that Be Our Guest, there was, there was a restaurant like this that was proposed for um, Disneyland Paris. It was gonna be kind of like um, it'd be like it would be like a restaurant, but there'd be like a show in it'd the middle. It'd be like dinner theater with animatronics, right? Which is something that I'm surprised they haven't actually done. Well, I, I was very interested in reading Kevin's article that um, that was the original plan for the Tiki Room. Yeah, that's right. I didn't way know that back, actually. Way back when, and there's they've, they've tried to do other things like you know what the, you know what the closest thing I can think of to them actually doing anything like this is Starlight Ray's Cosmic Cafe. Just about, yeah. <laughs> that's like the only thing kind of like this. Even still, when you get in there, it's so hectic and crowded in there that, like, no one's really listening to poor, uh... Sunny Eclipse. Sunny, sunny Eclipse. Just on autopilot. Right. And it's almost kind of has a, a Chuck E. Cheese sort of thing. I love it, personally. I, I do, too. I think Sunny Eclipse I always is great. try to get a room, a seat in that room. Yeah, I do like that, but it's always loud. Now, if it's a sit-down restaurant, though, you'd be a little bit more ordered, so people wouldn't just be standing around waiting for a table to open up. Right. And I imagine they can make a pretty big penny on this. Especially if you consider, like, 
there aren't a lot of sit-down restaurants in the Magic Kingdom. Like, no. Maybe, like, compared to Epcot, where you have the World Showcase, and it's, you know, well, here's this country, and here's our restaurant, here's, you know, and it kind of goes on and on like that. What do you have in Magic Kingdom? You have... You have Tony's, you have Cinderella's Royal Table, you have and you Palace. have Crystal Palace and um, Liberty, Liberty Tree. Tree. And those are really, like, unless you want to do counter service, those are really the only places you're going to sit down. Mm-hmm. So I and think Cinderella's only lunch and breakfast. Yeah, Cinderella's is weird. I don't. I never understood exactly how that whole thing works. We've been there before. We went there once, but I thought it was different now. Like you can't. Just yeah, it used to be there. used to be King Stefan's feast, which but... didn't make any sense, right? Because King Stefan was in Sleeping Beauty. Okay, so now have... what I wonder with this is, I wonder if the show's gonna be a set thing, like you have to pick a time to go, or if it's just kind of like a constantly going, rotating thing. I'm. I'm sure it'll be just like a half an hour show, maybe 15 minute break in between, something like that. Maybe I don't know. It's, yeah, it's kind of a hard thing to figure out logistically because they can't. You can't do it only so often because people are going to get upset if they get reservations and they don't actually get to see the show during it. I mean, well, I, they would. I mean, I'm saying it would almost be like. Like medieval times or something, where you'd go, you'd see, everyone would sit down at the same yeah, time. The show was... I just think that would take up too much time. They won't... There would be too much downtime. There would be too much time where people aren't sitting in their pain to eat there. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. They that won't, won't be that. the case. No, no. It won't be like... It won't be like, showtime's at 7 o'clock, everybody. Let's go. Right. No, it won't be anything like that. People will be going in and out all night. The show will just be going... Take a break and be going. I mean, the show could be as simple as just, you know, they come, they pop out, they do be our guests, we, and they go back down again. Right. I mean, I don't know how elaborate this sort of thing will be or not. Um, interesting thing, though, like, we have got Gaston's Tavern there. Isn't this pretty close to where uh, the Pinocchio Dutch have? No, 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 look, look. See, Pinocchio's down here. This, See, okay. this is this is way this is kind of back where um I guess where the Little Mermaid play area that's currently there is. Okay, but it's still kind of close at least. Mm. Now it, there's a little bit of difference. Now you have this bell area, and really the only thing labeled there is just this thing that says attraction, bell and, attraction. And that could be anything from bell comes out and reads a story to the kids. Right. So yeah, as long as you read attraction, you get excited. But I don't know what that means. It's a big area though. I mean, imagine also there will be a bell meeting. Um, then to the right of that, we have we're kind of been going counterclockwise. We have Cinderella, and again, the only thing really labeled here is Cinderella attraction. And from this drawing, it almost looks like it could be a stage. Yeah, probably just kind of an outdoor you stage. Know, it that does sort of around. look like a stage, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. When you really look at this. And then to the right of that, you have Aurora with Aurora attraction. Like these might just be meeting rings. These things. Right. Um, and then you see too, just south of that is where the Winnie the Pooh ride is now. What I understand is they're going to take out that 100-acre wood play area that's there, kind of redo it, and uh, make a poo meet and greet in that area. Probably close to what they have, like, in uh, Disneyland. Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense here, because you see that Cinderella is kind of closest to, like, the castle in a way. And to the left of Cinderella, they seem to be extending the castle wall a bit. Yeah, I wonder how that'll work. Yeah, because, well, because it won't be the borders of Fantasyland, because you go past that, they're still... Oh, yeah, that's weird, because that's where the carousel is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. So, you know, that's where... Is it like you're leaving the castle? I don't know. It's kind of hard to picture. I mean, this whole... It's just, it's, I mean, this is a huge expansion. When I, like, now that I see the car- where the carousel is by comparison, I didn't really have something for comparison before. Now I see how big this is. Well, this... See, this kind of big space between... That's where Dumbo is now. Right. Yeah, Dumbo's kind of in this corner of Cinderella... Bell, and what they're doing is they're kind of moving that far off 
to pretty much where this Toontown Fair Toontown was. Yeah, pretty much where like the judges' tent almost was. And they're gonna put Dumbo, but they're gonna put two Dumbos right by each other. Dueling Dumbos. Dueling Dumbos. Yeah. Coming, that's, calling that's it. A, What's that? What's that theory up there? It says next gen interactive. Uh, right, Q. Something. Q. Oh, Q. Okay. Yeah, apparently it will be like almost kind of like. Remember how we were in Soaring last oh, time? Oh, the Soaring Q is actually a lot of fun. Well, that now. was fun. Yeah, it was funny because when we were there, we, last time we were there was uh, May, and um, we did Soaring once fast pass. Soaring still, the lines for that are just ridiculous, and it's it has a, a has a giant Q anyways to order everybody. And we never actually just did the line, but one time we had a lot of time to kill. Even though we ended up being late for dinner, and we did it, but so we went in the hour-long line, and they had those four screens up there, and you do a bunch of like motion sensor games, but it's like everyone plays along in the line. It was really neat. Yeah, it was fun. What was that? There was like the one where you were birds and you were flying. You had to like pop balloons in the other one. You were uh, controlling the hot air balloon going yeah, up and it was, down. Uh, it was kind of you know it gives people something to do, and everyone's kind of working together. It was neat. Now I almost wonder if if when if and when this happens, if people are going to try to figure out. Which of the two Dumbo rides is the quote-unquote original one? Yeah. And if that one will have, like, a longer line yeah. for some reason? Now, I imagine that, like, I mean, how original is the original Dumbo anymore anyways? They keep updating it so Yeah, it's much. been changed a lot. Now, why is there another Dumbo section to the right of that? I don't know. What is, what is the label there? Restroom? I mean, basically, it's just the restrooms and the train station. I don't know why. Yeah, it's strange. So maybe they'll just kind of carry over like a circus theme to the train station. Well, you know what? Circus theme, that's pretty much what's there anyways. Right. So I guess, yeah, I think that's, I think you're exactly right. Because that train is themed to look like a circus right now. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't have to change almost anything. Kind of below Dumbo is, um, and this is uh, kind of more of the Toontown area. Uh, this is almost kind of like where Mickey's house used to be, right? I think so. Because the barnstormers to the right of it. Yeah. But this is Pixie Hollow. Um, this is basically gonna be like a big playground. Didn't now? Didn't didn't they recently though? Just or am I making this up? Maybe this is, maybe this is in Disneyland where the Ariel's Grotto got replaced by Pixie Hollow already. But oh, it wouldn't really? be it wouldn't be here because this is Toontown. So maybe they're already shuffling that. Unless I'm thinking wrong. I didn't check out last time. I don't there. follow you. You don't follow me? You Wait. know Ariel's Grotto? In Disneyland? I don't know if it's Disneyland or Disney World where it got, but A, Ariel's Grotto got replaced by Pixie Hollow. Okay? Okay. To help promote the, all these new Pixie movies they're doing. When did this supposedly happen? Because we were there in recently. May. Recently. Okay, because I was going to say, as, er, as recently as May 2009, uh, Ariel's Grotto was still there. Was it there? Did you notice? Yeah, we, we stood outside. Maybe it's Disneyland then. Maybe I'm... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Phenomenal fact checking. Yeah. <laughs> Already we're just guessing, like, wait a second, is this even here? Yeah. Okay. And then, like we said, they have the Barnstormer there. Um, and the, the the kind of idea right now is that this will be rethemed to sort of a dwarf's minecart ride. So they would keep the coaster. My only thing with that, though, is you have you would have that way off to the right, and Cinderella, or I mean the Snow White Scary Adventure, is way off to the left. Yeah, they're not incredibly connected. I mean, but I guess... The I almost feel like they'd be better served to make some kind of pixie-themed pixie coaster yeah. out of it. I think... But you're going to have a hard time getting little boys to go on a pixie coaster. Yeah, that's true. And there's kind of been this prevailing argument that a lot of this stuff is sort of girl-centric. And that's fine, honestly, when you think about it. I mean, I think a lot of this stuff at Disneyland tends to scale well, towards see, people, a male demographic. Well, I think the reason for that is stuff that appeals, that appeals to little boys, that, a lot of the stuff does appeal to little girls, too. 
Yeah. Whereas well, a lot of stuff that tends to be like for little girls, and it's all very pink. Just for little girls. Yeah. Like got, like boys will not get into it. Um, girls will ride pirates to the Caribbean. Yeah, exactly. Girls will ride pirates to the Caribbean. They'll even dress up like a pirate and stuff like that. Um, but a, you know, a guy again dressed up as a princess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that's basically what the plan is. Uh, what do you think of this overall? If, if if it's true, I think it's phenomenal. It's it's a lot of really cool stuff, actually. Well, I need to see. I'm. I think the biggest issue is what does it look like? What's the theming? Because I'm kind of the whole sort of theming they have right now. Besides for the part like closest to uh, Liberty um, Liberty Square, where it kind of gets a bit more medieval, I guess, and the architecture gets a little bit more set. Like that whole area where it's just kind of tense and that sort of look to it. I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of that. So if it if this has like if this all looks like it's part of the castle grounds and has like that brick almost everywhere, I'd be a big fan. Well, it, I mean, probably more. It'll just theme each area to that specific movie. Well, a little bit. You, the themes. I mean, you know, these are pretty close to each other, so they have to look. There has to be some connectivity. Well, when you look, you have the the three princesses who have castles involved: Aurora, Cinderella, and Belle are closest to the castle. Little Mermaid's kind of back a bit, where you could kind of try to transition it into an underwater thing. Dumbo and Pixie Hollow, you could transition coming out of woods to the circus, so that would work. And if the coaster does become the mine thing, then that's just through the woods. You think it's a problem, like, that they're going to have another minecart roller coaster? No. No? It's just because this one's so, like, I wonder kids. if they would enclose it and... But the thing is, uh, I mean, having ridden the Barnstormer, it's all of 22 seconds long. Right. I mean, whatever you enclose and put in there almost wouldn't be worth doing. You'd go by it so quickly. Is it still, like, the Gadget's crazy coaster or whatever? Yeah, it is. It's still themed after Gadget from... It it was a year ago. I think that's great. I mean, I love the the Rescue Rangers. I wish there was more of that, you know. (laughs) I'm surprised they haven't done something to that. That whole Cartoon Town area in in, uh, Disneyland sort of kind of horribly outdated, isn't it? It's like, here's no. Roger Rabbit and uh, Rescue Ranger. <laughs> hey, I will not stand a crossword about Roger Rabbit. Well, I'm not, uh, That's a yeah. phenomenal ride. Yeah, uh, maybe. But, I mean, his relevance today yeah, is yeah, questionable yeah. at best. I'll give you Ever that. since they took him out of Spectral Magic, it hasn't been great for him. <laughs> yeah. They still have that billboard at the Hollywood Studios. When you look at this, though, it seems like the only concrete new things are or Little Mermaid, which is just is pretty much just being brought over from California. Yeah. And Be Our Guest restaurant. Everything, all of other things is just labeled attraction. Or merch stand. Uh, things like that. More vague terms. And See, our, what people should be, appreciate, though, is really, you're not losing much. I mean, yeah, you're going to lose Mickey's house and Minnie's house, but... Is anyone really going to miss Toontown Fair? That's a good no, question. I mean, that, that, when it was Mickey Starland, however many years ago, it was always oh, meant we were, to be temporary. It was first it was Mickey's Birthday Land, yeah. then Mickey Starland. I remember. I don't remember Mickey's Birthday Land. I remember Mickey Starland because that's they had when that had phenomenal Disney, Disney Afternoon, Afternoon stage show. show. That was great. It was like all the Disney Afternoon stars. They basically just came out, sang their theme song, and then they kind of like helped each other. Oh, it was like, great! Like Darkwing Duck save Mickey, and I'm like, and oh, they, this is great. And they change it every season to make way for the new. Yeah, show. they were really good about that. Yeah, a little disappointing when like Ducktales left and they weren't there anymore. I think what did du- Ducktales got replaced. Chip and Dale got replaced with Bonkers. Yeah. Ducktales was replaced with I can't even remember, but you remember? Everyone, I don't know. I was very, I'm very nostalgic for that show now. I kind of <laughs> missed that. But yeah, it was supposed to be temporary. Um, 
I guess the biggest thing you might lose is like that guaranteed spot where you can meet Mickey. Which, um, I like, think I was pointing out by, uh... Yeah, Kevin did bring that up in the article as well. And like he said, Mickey fits in perfectly in Main Street, USA. Right, you just put him there somewhere. You can have... You just make him the mayor. Have the mayor's house. <laughs> Mickey's the mayor. Go see Mickey, everybody. Um, are, are, now, are they going to have a trouble with how many lands they say they have now? Because it's always a seven themed lands of yeah, Magic Kingdom. I guess so, technically speaking. Huh. Unless they like want to just be like, you think they'll actually go so far as to say like this is Princess Land? No, no. You know, Fantasy Land has such cachet. But they yeah. have, they won't be getting rid of Fantasy Land. I, just, I understand. Look, here's that. a brand new land. But then come you, see our but new then land. You can't even do that because Pooh, Pixies, Dumbo—they're not princesses. Yeah, I guess not. Well, what if you don't? What if that's still Fantasy Land? You just had the Cinderella, Belle, Mermaid. Be our guest thing and say, this is Princess Land. In here. I, I mean, it's about as big I'd as hope they have a better name for it than Princess Land, but I guess it's I don't, feasible. I'm not saying I would like it, necessarily. I'm just saying, and for promotion's sake, to say, here's a brand new land, everybody. Freak out. Here we go. It's the first new land since in 20 years or whatever. I mean, this is really the first major additions to Disney World since... Disneyland. I mean, Disney Magic Kingdom. Yeah, to the Magic Kingdom since... Uh, maybe Splash Mountain going in in like 92. Yeah, if they go forward this. They haven't had a huge e-ticket added there. Unless you want to call Filler Magic an e-ticket, which I don't think you really can. No, I mean, you had Pirates got rethemed, which is great, but I mean, it's just a retheming. No, it's kind of weird when you think about it now, huh? It is. Uh, Yeah, you you know, I mean, just like... It's been almost 20... It'll be... By the time this happens... happened after Splash Mountain. Yeah. So after... Splash Mountain was 92, if I'm so calling after, correctly. After Ma- uh, Magic Kingdom got its last e-ticket, MGM got uh, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Toy Story Mania. Lights, Motors, Action. Right. And all these big things. Animal Kingdom was built. Epcot got uh, Test Track, Mission Space, Soarin'. Yeah, it seems like... It se- well, it seems like Magic Kingdom... Is due. But the, the, th- the reason why they don't do this much is you don't really need... Try very hard to sell people on the Magic yeah. Kingdom. If you're gonna, gonna go to go. Disney World, you're gonna go to the Magic Kingdom. Right. It's like it's like so so you know they they'll add things to say here's a new thing, here's some Monsters Inc. thing, and here's Stitch, and you know here's some new rides, and they're almost like it's like a revolving door of those. They're kind of almost going in and out, in and out. But like there hasn't really been a big need for a huge e-ticket. And I think with the Harry Potter thing, they're they're probably feeling some more of the pressure and that's why they're countering with this you know like our brother mentioned this um when we were talking about this at dinner time actually is he said like you know this isn't going to be done in time to compete with the harry potter it won't be but but, but, well, that, but harry potter's not going to be there for one year either you know i mean they're going to compete with it down the well, so it's it's good let the, you know nothing's going to stop that harry potter's huge right now let that launch let that have its its year or so then just as that excitement's starting to die that it's new Boom! You have this. Right. It's probably not a good idea to launch something. No, like if this the had to compete time. directly, it w- it wouldn't be as big a deal. But if you let it just kind of ride in the wake of Harry Potter and then have its own moment, mm-hmm. that, that, it's well positioned. It really like you're only you're probably only have to fear about like losing, I guess, local customers. For which in Disney World there's not there aren't a whole lot anyways. If you have like people visiting from far away, they're probably gonna go to Magic Kingdom and the Harry Potter place. Right. So that's not that big. All right, I think we're done with this whole Fantasyland thing. Should we uh, take a break and we'll come back on the other side with uh, some more stuff? All right, sounds good. Be right back.
get into. We're gonna round things off as for the rest of the rumors for uh, this uh, week that kind of came out. Yeah. A lot of them are kind of return rumors, things we've been hearing for a while now. I mean. Oh, Beastly Kingdom. Need I say more? <laughs> this is like the, this is like the rumor just keeps on giving. I know. It's like every year or so, like Beastly Kingdom's gonna they're gonna do it this time, guys. But like, you, oh, yeah. like I always said, they have to do it eventually. I mean, the dragon is part of the Animal Kingdom logo. It's, it's, and they never love, got rid of that. I always love how many dragons there are just in the architecture. I know. It has to be common. Well, sort of interesting because right now the idea is for that big, the kind of the landmark attraction for Beastly Kingdom. Not to be a dragon ride, which kind of got done by dueling dragons. Right, they were kind of yeah. I thought that was like the problem way back when. Like, oh no, dueling that 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 theory always seemed a little weak to me because it's not like dueling dragons is like. I mean, okay, it's a dragon ride because they say so, and here's a statue of a dragon. But the thing is, though, everyone now knows Universal has a dragon roller coaster. So for Disney to say we're going to build a dragon roller coaster, even if it is completely different, it's still two dragon roller coasters. I guess. But, but like like we were saying, right now the big idea is bring over Journey to the Center of the Earth from Tokyo Disneyland <laughs> and uh, make that sort of the landmark attraction for uh, Beastly Kingdom. I have wanted to ride this ride for so long. Right. I mean, that would it would be pretty cool. And, um, you know, this, this ride pretty much uses the test track technology. It features a giant, um, what would you call it? A shoot out of a volcano? No, I mean the beast that you like oh, I don't even know. They don't really know much. You encounter something. That that would be where the Beastly Kingdom part would come in. Maybe they'll change it to a dragon. No. Why not get crazy? Eh, I think that <laughs> apparently it's a very impressive uh, animatronic in Tokyo Disneyland. It sounds like what I always wished the Yeti was. Yeah, well, maybe maybe this one will also just mostly stand still and have strobe lights <laughs> shooting at it. The one here. thing, and uh, from what I understand, we all know how reliable Test Track is, which is to say, not. Well, very. that's why this isn't this. This is like. Test Track Mark II. Yeah, technology. I mean, but, like, did they improve it in Tokyo? I thought I remember reading back when this came out that, like, this is the ride they had the most trouble with. Well, probably still, but if they bring it over here, I imagine that they're going to use, like, the Cars Land version of the tech now. Oh, that's right. So yeah, they are refining be, it for that, huh? Right. I mean, 11 years later, I hope that this technology has improved a bit, you know? Yes. Um, but, I mean, that would just be... What I like about it is I, I'm trying to look at the map of Animal Kingdom, try to get an idea of where this would go, and is this where it always would have gone? I think, well, it has to be. If you look at the tour guide map of Animal Kingdom, so you, you, you've got Discovery Island in the middle, southwest of that is Camp Mini Mickey, northwest of it is Africa, to the west there's nothing. And every other direction of Animal Kingdom spreads out. Right. It, like, yeah. it's just, it, when you look at it, it really looks like a, like a missing puzzle piece. Yeah, exactly. It looks like there's just this white area, and it looks like it doesn't it like can't many Mickey desperately wants to connect to Africa somehow, but it can't. So it seems like right over there you would nestle in Beastly Kingdom. Put another little bridge right here. Yeah, get a bridge. Right, your visual aid is very nice for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> but um, and uh, well, what I what I like about this though is that if you if you do uh, Journey to the Earth, which features a big volcano, you would have volcano to your left, tree in the middle, and then a mountain on the right with uh, Expedition Everest. It is very cool. And that would just be, you know, they could just put that on t-shirts all they want to, you know, mountain tree. Oh, mountain. that's true. I mean, it, it's funny. Like, people said the same thing when Hollywood Studios first launched. So there's nothing there. And like I said, when Animal Kingdom, I said, give it, you know, five, six years. I know it's kind of a long time, but wait. And then boom. They'll have, like, three of the biggest e-tickets in all of Walt Disney World if this comes to fruition. Right. 
And I think it... I mean, some people say, oh, they're just bringing over another ride. I think it kind of makes sense here, because you already did your big original ride. You have Expedition Everest. I think it's okay to bring over something during Center something that won't be quite as hard. Yeah, and plus, it's one thing when they bring something from California, but when they bring it to Tokyo, from, or from Tokyo, how many people who are going to Disneyland or World, like, they have that decision to make? Tokyo Disney is not a factor, usually. See, I, I think a lot of people make the argument, like with the Mermaid Ride, for example. They're like, well, this is going to give people less of a reason to want to go to California Adventure. But for people who live in Ohio, we can test you. They're not going to go to Disneyland. It, you know, we're not like, they're not going to go back and forth. If they're going to go to a Disney park, they're going to go to Disney World. And if the Little Mermaid Ride isn't in Disney World, they're not going to go out of their way to go see in Disneyland. They're just never going to see it. Right, so like, why there's not a, There's it? a lot of people who've been to Disney World, Disney World, Disney World. Have no idea about like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Forbidden Eye. And I'm not saying that. And I tell them, I say them, that's one of the coolest rides Disney's ever done. They're not going to go to California just to do that when they could go to Disney World. Right. And I'm not saying that the parks should be duplicates of each other. It's good that they do have original things. Yeah. You know, that's, that's part of the piece. But I mean, and especially with Tokyo Disneyland, which, you know, if I'm lucky, I'll get to go there someday in my life. Someday. Yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> but I want to, you know. I want that ride over here. I want to be able to do it. You know, I, you hear fantastic things about it for so long. Yeah, bring that over. Why not? I feel it, it feels like it, it seems like it would be a good fit for the park right now. Right. Sort of the indoor e-ticket thing. That's not really a roller coaster. It just makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know. I'm uh, fond of the idea. Indoor e-ticket thing that's not really a roller coaster? Yeah, dino oh, yeah. <laughs> as I point to dinosaur on the map. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I still say is a very... Uh underappreciated ride. And you know what? And a lot of times you build a big new ride and then you just bring something over and that's more popular. I mean, look at freaking uh, Epcot and uh, Mission, Mission Space, Space and, Soarin'. and Soarin'. Mission Space, you know, half an hour queue. Soarin' like two hours every time. It's just, you know, doesn't even make sense. Almost Soarin' over California. Just get, get your white out over the over California bubble. Bring it over to Epcot. People think it's great. All right. It's huge. Everyone loves it. So, I mean, you know, why not do this? And presumably, there would be some other tra other attractions brought in. You know, there's got to be something else. Hopefully something with a dragon. <laughs> yeah, just so they could say. Yeah, just something. I don't know. Like, what else? I wonder what else kind of things they could do. Another remember, 4D film with a dragon. Uh, no more 4D films. I remember, uh, I think way back in the original idea, like, one of the, my one of, like, the lesser attractions was going to be basically just a hedge maze. Like, unicorn maze. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But... It'll be interesting to see. I also read something that like maybe the boats would come back somehow. I don't even really understand that. That'd be wild. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. If this had happened, I imagine this would be a little bit down the road. But, like, what else would make sense for the next thing to do in Animal Kingdom? Really, I can't think of anything else. And here's a, oh, this is a bit new land. It'll, you know, eh, it'll be great. All right, Monsters Inc. Coaster, which is kind of an on-again, off-again rumor. It's, it's on-again. Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. I don't know if I'm as excited about them. You don't like roller coasters. <laughs> kind of like roller coasters. Yeah, I love them. I mean, when I saw that movie, the first thing in my mind after it was done was a roller coaster and that big thing of doors would be awesome, right? I, 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 guess, and I guess I guess, if it's executed well, it would be good. And it makes sense to play it. Hey, here's a... The Pixar area. It just—it seems like one too many Monster Inc. things. Well, let's see. You'll have the Laugh Floor Comedy Club. You have the Dark Ride at California Adventure. There's a separate ride at uh, in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. it? It's like that flashlight hide and seek thing. Which I want to do as well. Yeah, it's awesome. We should really go to Tokyo. I just want to do the Winnie the Pooh ride. I know. Here it's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, so that's, but that's already. Isn't know, there another Monster Inc. ride? I'm forgetting. Oh, that's one. already three. I mean, mind you, only one at Disney World, but still. 
it's just, I mean, you know, it's one thing with Toy Story where you have all these different things, but that's Toy Story. You know, I love Monsters, Inc. That's a lot from one thing. You know, give some love to Wally or something. You the know? Incredibles. We don't have the Incredibles ride yet. Well, where's that at? Seriously. Why can't this just be the, um, the, the thing from Incredibles that a uh, little ball monorail, basically? Can't that be the coaster? <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense. With, although, how would that be done exactly? Because it's not like you can sit on the door. It can't be like in the in the movie where you're just hanging on to them. I'm sure it'll have some kind of. It will be some kind of over the head rail system, and I'm oh, sure yeah. a lot of mirrors will be used. Oh yeah, but you're you're gonna see yourself. No, they do it right. I mean, they do the door room in the slow ride at DCA, which you've never been on, not and sure. uh, it, it's a convincing effect. If they angle the mirrors right, it really works. I guess so. Yeah, I mean. It's a good idea, I guess. We'll see. Um, so, supposedly, uh, Monroe Purple is uh, to be retired forever as a color out of respect to the uh, sort of crash uh, pilot death. So this would be at all Disney Parks? I, I think so. Just no more purple Monroe. Hmm. Which, uh, I guess, you know, yeah, why not? See, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrowland Skyway Building, which has been abandoned for years. When that close? Oh, I don't even know. That'd be late 90s or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's finally going to be demolished. It does have a nice waterfall on it. It does. You know, you, I mean, I, I imagine they can do something. I imagine they'll do something there eventually, but like, I don't think Tomorrowland is the section that needs TLC. Maybe right they'll now. need more space for the Space Mountain queue. Why is it gonna be that much bigger? Because you you were saying that they they confirmed the onboard ride system, uh, sound system is being installed. That, yeah, the sound system is gonna be installed. Which means it. make music on that because you've never done Disneyland Sp no, Space Mountain. It's Space so Mountain. good. Well, I hope so. I mean, I kind of hope that they have more ambitious plans for that than just adding onto their queue. It already has a pretty big queue. I think they're okay with their line. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what could go there. That 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 would be a fun future uh, like. Um, Imagineering segment. Like, what, what would you put there? And the uh, Mickey Sorcerer hat apparently is a uh, plan to be removed from Disney's Hollywood Studios. I'm fine with that. I guess I, you know, I never hated this as much as I hated the wand. On it's just Spaceship Earth. I hate when, that thing. When you look at it, it looks like it's temporary. Yeah, it doesn't look something permanent. about it. Just doesn't look set. No, I don't. And it bothers that. me too that like it's smack right in front of the Chinese theater. You can't even well, see it. I will say. The Chinese theater doesn't work that great as a park, I thought, for me, either. Well, the, the, the reason it does is because it's emulating reality. And, and the problem with that is that I don't, you don't really associate that with Disney. Right. They well, don't even use saying. that for their premieres. They have their own theater, the, uh, the well, El Capitan. Yes. They use that. So, like, the Chinese man, theater doesn't really mean anything to me about Disney. It, it, it's, it's, it's an of, icon of vintage Hollywood. Right, but, like, and that was good when it was M the Disney MGM Studios, but it's not that anymore. It's Disney. Like, what are they going to go... Do you think they're going to go back to the Airport Tower? Probably. They... I feel like that's become more visible somehow. I feel like I see it more than I used to for some reason. I don't know why that is, but I just get that sense. I mean, the problem is there's so much merchandise out there with the, with the hat. Right? That's okay. There was merchandise with the Airport Tower yeah, before that. So. They're very good about turning over merchandise. Is, is Disney Hollywood Studios the only park to, like, change what it's sort of a weenie is? Not guess, really weenie, but, like... I guess so. The park icon. Yeah. It was Airport Tower, and I was like, okay, now it's this thing for like nine years, and then it's not anymore. Yeah. Although, this, if you get Disney California Adventure merch right now, would it still have the um, Grizzly Mountain thing on it? What's going to be the new one? I don't know. I'm, 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 just, I'm asking if that is still. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is Even so. after the rehab and everything? Yeah. I wonder if yeah, at some point they'll just make it Mickey's Fun Wheel or something. I like the mountain. 
I guess so. There's something majestic about it. That's a good ride, too. I'll take your word for it. Should we talk about, you don't have it listed in a little rundown, but the Fast Pass revamp that's you know, being discussed. You know, I didn't really get the, explain this to Aha. me. Aha! Okay, I'm here for you. This okay, is also from so Kevin this, Yeah, this is it. all from Kevin. Kevin uses a bunch of uh, kind of fuzzy math to, to best illustrate his point, because we don't, no one knows what the real numbers are for um, how the Fast Passes break down. But it, it's no secret that for a while now, you know, they've been trying to figure out a way to better do the Fast Pass system, because what you run into is, is really... You just have really long waits for the standbys that go very slowly. Um, I remember asking a cast member once years ago, I think Dad did actually, what the ratio is. I think he said it's something like 10 to 1. Like for every one person standby that gets through, like 10 fast passes have to go by. Jeez. It might, that might be high. That sounds a little high. I mean, if, obviously if no one's coming in the fast pass, they'll let them go. But um, he asked, like he, he said, for example, let's say, 200,000 fast passes are issued at the Magic Kingdom on a, on a busy day. Well, he's saying what they're talking about, one of the, the, the solutions they have is instead of getting the fast pass the way we do now, going to the, the front of the queue, getting your fast pass and taking it, um, they'd be only available to resort guests, which means you cut out locals, um, annual pass holders who aren't staying in a Disney hotel, and there's people staying off property. And, um, Okay, can I say right? I have. There's a. They already have a problem though. Where they don't get enough local business, and I feel like that's going to hurt that even more. I just want to throw that in there. Okay. Well, what they would do is, based on the length of your stay, you would get more fast pass allotments per day, which I think is something to encourage people like us who spend some of their time at Disney, some of their time at Universal. This would be incentive to stay at Disney the whole time. Okay. So, like, let's say. Just like a weekend trip, you get two to three fast passes a day. If you're there for five days, you get three or four. If you're there for eight plus, you get five to seven. A day. A day. So, okay, so it's not just you get three a day. If you're staying now, a day, it's not, you don't get three a day, you'll get like seven a day. Yeah, okay. but what, and what it would be is you'd go to like a central location in all the parks. I think that he said they're already testing the Hamble Kingdom at the uh, fast pass distribution for uh, It's Tough to Be a Bug. Where all the fast passes are handled there, so you would go in with your, you know, you show them your resort ID. It says you get seven, and I don't know if you if you get to pick. I mean, obviously this is still conjecture at this point, but you would be assigned your seven right there with the times and the rides. Oh, so wait, you, but it's not just like. So what does this fast pass look like? What is it? It's, same it's, thing. It's still a, the same fast pass. So you don't get to pick what rides you want a fast pass for. No, you get to pick the rides. You, you don't, don't have as much freedom with the time, I think. Okay. Um, but the thing is, the way he broke this down is there are approximately 30,000 rooms at Disney. Let's say there's an average of, he has 3.3 people per room. There's 100,000 total people at the park, at the, staying in the hotels. Four parks. You split that down, so that's 25,000 people per park. And that's assuming everyone staying goes to a park that day. And you figure it out, that's about, you know, if you get four tickets, that's 100,000 per park. And like I was saying before, he figures right now, there's maybe 200,000. So just by doing this, you're cutting the number of fast passes out there in half, which means the standby lines go more quickly, while people staying at the park have incentive to do so and have incentive to stay longer. Okay. Honestly, I think it works out pretty well, the way he's describing it. Because, you know, you still get fast passes 
the average standbys will go down, and uh, you know, it'll work. I mean, we we've become very proficient at a. Uh, I guess kind of exploiting the right. fast pass system. Although there was there was that period where just too many things had fast passes. It was almost too much for us to handle. I remember like it was like when Muppets. Uh, 3D <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Had fast, I was like, why does Muppets have a fast pass? Yeah, it Come does on. not need a fast pass. <laughs> for, for crying out. Well, I remember the one year, the first year I went to Disneyland in '03. It was the fast pass limitation was per ride. In theory, you could run a lap around Disneyland and get a fast pass for every ride if you could do it under an hour. Jeez. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't it just be an easier solution just to cut back on the amount of fast passes they're giving out a day? But see, you already have people who get upset Annoyed. as it yeah. is when they run out. A lot of people don't like understand, like, well, why can't I just have a fast pass? Why, what do you mean they're out? It's just a piece of paper. Make more. Right, and they right. Don't, they, they don't understand that you know, they have to manage crowd control. So, you know, like I said, it, it's, it's an incentive to stay at the parks. It cleans everything up a little bit. Yeah, people are going to be resistant to it at first if this happens, especially like annual pass holders who don't stay in the hotels. You think they kind of regret the whole fast pass thing now? Yes. Because like it's 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 hard to get rid of it now because people will complain. Yeah. Well, I mean, look look what Universal Universal had basically the exact same thing, and then they just got rid of the handout tickets. It's either you're a resort guest or you buy the pass for thirty bucks. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You think they'll ever do anything like that where it's just here's a more expensive ticket and you have a fast pass they all day? They do do that in Hong Kong and one of the other parks I can't remember. Oh, See, here he is at, uh, uh, at Disneyland Paris. See, it seems to me like that would be a problem in like Disney World. I don't know. It just seems to me I, I picture more people there just well, getting the like, more expensive ticket. The Disney Paris one is 80 euros, which is about $113 Ooh. per day. Now, how what? Like, in this economy, no one's going to pay that much on top of what they're already paying for a Disney trip. For front of the line access, okay. yeah, right. I get that. You, I, I honestly don't think they could at this point in time monetize it. I, I don't think people would go for it. All right, I guess so. Like, it's it's hard. Do you think fast pass is going to still be around twenty years from now? Yeah, yeah. There's got to be something. Remember when they were like just starting them? We were like there, and like the first ride that they tested fast passes on was Space Mountain. Mm -hmm. And when they tested it, the way they did it first was there's only fast passes. There's no standby line. Oh, that was a disaster. Yeah, because then people were like, "Well, the heck, I couldn't go on Space Mountain. I came all the way to Disney World first time in my life for some other go that I couldn't ride Space Mountain." Yeah. So. Yeah, that that, that did not work well. No, the, the, that philosophy didn't you know, work out. But I think they got the whole hang of it now. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have a problem with what's in place now, but like I said, it's, it's because we know what we're doing to an extent. And it's always great, too, when, like the more thrilling rides that you, Mom, and Dad don't do, Chris and I. We just take your passes, right. get like five, and then we use two of them. And right. you, can still do, you can still kind of manipulate it the same sort of way, I guess, if everybody gets a certain amount of passes. Eight a day, that almost seems like a lot, doesn't it? That's the thing. I mean, would they say something to you if you said, I want eight fast passes for Tower of Terror? I don't know. Would they really let you do that? I mean, huh. <sighs> I don't know. It's just a, it's a brave new world, isn't it? Mm -hmm. We'll see. These, usually, when they first test out these new things with fast passes, it doesn't go well. Yeah, they always there's, there's, always, well, there's, there's always some somebody. growing pains. Yeah, there's always some problem with it. It's just one of those things you kind of come to accept. Right. Maybe they can put the flying saucers where, uh, where that uh, Tomorrowland Skyway building was. <laughs> You're never going to give up on that, are you? Well, they're essentially bringing that back in Cars Land. I think that's one that rides pretty much just the flying saucers, but they're on tires. <laughs> I don't know why they. I don't know what the storyline reasoning behind their hovering is. It's like Back to the Future enters Cars. Yeah, something. I don't know why. That's how they fly now. 
All right. Yeah, wait, there was that scene in the, the pretend movie within Cars where he did that, isn't there? Where his wheels rotating, he was flying. And... Was there? Yeah, remember uh, when well, he... he daydreamed. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he didn't hover, though. He well, maybe that's the theme around. of the ride, like in the well, Queen's I Daydream. You, I hope you also get missiles then. <laughs> that'd be great. I'll ride that. Giant alien tripods. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, I guess we can um, uh, yeah, kind of wrap it up there. Coming to the end. So, uh, now that you've listened to this, we don't have an email address or website set up yet. We're going to. Is it safe to assume it'll probably be... Uh, um, planetmickey.wordpress.com Most likely. <laughs> Try that. If it doesn't work, look at our Twitter, which we do have, which is twitter.com slash planetmickey. Right. That'll be a, a very good place for updates for now. Um, so uh, we're playing with the format of this show. We know from having done a podcast before that probably two months from now this will be completely different. But, um, you know, send us your feedback. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like, what you maybe will want to see. Um... Are we no. still kick? So we we were talking about this for like the format we think we'll do in the future is we'll pick something well, specific about the parks to talk about. If there's something like in the week that is of particular interest that we feel like we have to talk about, yeah, we can just pick a park. We can, there's all sorts of things we can do. We're gonna wax nostalgic a lot. Yeah, exactly. Like we, I said, we've been we've been to Disney World a lot. We like to think we have and, some stories you know, not, to tell. We're not gonna, you know, we're not living in Orlando. We're not gonna lie to you. We can't, we're not going to the park every day. We can't scoop it out for you guys. It's just what you know. We got what we read. We have our memories. And that's what we're working on. <laughs> One of the nostalgic kids. Uh, so thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Uh, and uh, I guess look for us next week. We'll be back, I promise. Next week? Are we sure we're on a weekly schedule yet? <laughs> I assume we are. No, remember that's I told you I, I'm going to take some time with these. Oh, okay. <laughs> these, these are going to get more production than, I feel like than no. the Exploding Brain. No, I'm telling you, next week. We, no. we have to do it weekly. Yeah. We have oh, to do it weekly. You're doing the editing? Yeah, we'll be done in a we week. we got to do it weekly. It's the only way to go. All right, bye, everybody. Fantastic. Have a good Have, have a mousetacular week. We'll just say magical day. No, that's lame. That's like what a cast member said. I'm not a lame cast member. <laughs>